Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 74, Finding Your Sweet Spot and Living in It. Welcome everyone to the program today. Great to have you with us. You have found the Strategic Living Podcast. My name is Brian Holmes and as always... It's a pleasure to have you with us. Around here, we are all about transforming minds and developing leaders, awakening dreams, equipping people, helping them to, to discover all that God has created them to be. And sometimes that means we got to deal with our own stuff. But in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to find your sweet spot, how to live strategically, how to get in the flow where you are most productive, most successful, most prosperous going to be a great episode. Hope you're ready to engage. Let's get started, everybody. Well, thanks for being with us today again on the program. This is episode number 74, and we are just clicking along here. I'm delighted to be able to come to you nearly every week and just engage with you in conversation about your life, about your future, about the the desires of your heart, the things that you feel like you are called to accomplish in your lifetime, and we want to be a part of you doing that. You often hear me talk about the concept of strategic living. In fact, the name of this podcast is The Strategic Living Podcast, and it's a catchy name, but for me, it's very purposeful, it's very intentional, and uh, it is a very strategic name. I believe that most people live their lives in a way that are not strategic. They are not in the zone. They are not necessarily in their lane. In fact, most people fall into the trap of just doing life, the rut of doing the same thing over and over and over again with no real clarity, with no real purpose, with no real passion as it relates to their work or their vocation. Statistics tell us that 75% of working adults are not involved in a career, a vocation, or even hobbies that they truly enjoy. In other words, whatever it is they're doing with their life, it's not their sweet spot. Whatever it is they're spending or allocating the precious moments that they have to live in this earth on, uh, whatever it is they're doing, it just is not satisfying them. It's not really something that they feel as though, man, this is, this is why I'm here and I am passionate, I am in love with, I am surely accomplishing what God created me to do. 75% just don't have a sense that they're doing that. Well, what that means is, is that most people settle for the mediocre and the mundane in life. They settle for average and ordinary. They settle for just whatever life gives them. And that, by definition, is not living on purpose. It's not living strategically. It's certainly not walking or running in your lane. Most people concede to live their life outside of purpose, outside of what I genuinely believe every person has, and that is a divine purpose and calling and destiny. Most people find themselves caught up in living life for someone else for someone else's dream, for someone else's passion, for someone else's purpose or their agenda. 
rather than getting in contact with the one thing that God really put you here to do. And I feel like it's so important that we address this. So in this episode, I wanted to take an entire episode and talk about finding your lane, living in your lane, thriving in your lane. I wanted to talk to you about what it means to live life on purpose. I wanted to talk to you about strategic living. So how do we find our lane? How do we set out on this path called strategic living? How do we get in the zone where the majority of our energy, our time, our talent, our skill, our ability, the essence of who we are, that the majority of that is actually invested in something that we were created for? The whole idea of purpose is that the manufacturer create something for a specific purpose. In other words, when Henry Ford created the first motorized buggy, the car, he didn't create it to necessarily be put on railroad tracks to haul equipment or to haul lumber or haul cattle. The purpose of that invention, the purpose of that creation was to be a means by which someone could move from point A to point B in a safe and expeditious manner. You see, the manufacturer that drew up the plans for your life didn't just draw up plans for this human existence with no purpose. The manufacturer assigned a purpose to your life, to your existence, to your time here on the earth. And there is a specific lane in which you are to run. How do we get there? How do we begin to understand what it means to even live like that? Because that truly is so far from our, our perception, so far from our grid. We, we don't think oftentimes in terms of, man, the manufacturer made me very unique, one of a kind, very special, and assigned to me a specific purpose and lane to run in. Well, I want to talk about that today, and I want to begin by offering three premises that I believe are paramount to this discussion. And I'd like to say that each of these premises are backed fully by the Word of God, the Holy Bible, the the inspired Word of God concerning life. Premise number one is very simple. God has plans for you. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Now, I want you to get this. At the end of your life, there's already an expectation as to what you would have accomplished based on your purpose. Verse 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you. This is in a different translation. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. So premise number one is really simple. Your life is not happenstance. Your life has Plans. God has plans for it. Premise number two, his plans are for your success. John chapter 10, verse 1 to 15 is a very powerful passage, but let me just share with you a few verses from that passage. Verse 6 to verse maybe 10 or so. Those who heard Jesus use this illustration didn't understand what he meant, so he explained it to them. I tell you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. 
All who came before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. Watch this now. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal and to kill and to destroy. But my purpose for you, this is what he's talking about for you. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. That is John 10.10. You need to know that. Yeah, the thief's purpose is to steal, to kill, destroy. He, He doesn't want you involved in your lane. But God's plans are for your success. It's His plans for you are that you are rich and have a very satisfying life. Premise number three, life is a choice. Deuteronomy 30, verse 14 to 19 or 15 to 19 says, I have set before you today life and prosperity, and I've set before you death and adversity, in that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments that you may live and multiply and that the Lord your God may bless you in the land where you are entering to possess it. But if your heart turns away and you will not obey, but you are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I will. I declare to you today that you shall surely perish. You will not prolong your days in the land where you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess it. But I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. So choose life in order that you may live, you and your family, your descendants. So here's the piece. Where you are right now in your life, your present circumstance, the job you're on that you hate, the the relationship that you're in that you're not satisfied with, the thing that is really holding you back and you're just not willing to let go of it, that is your choice. But you can choose life. So premise number one, God has plans. Premise number two, his plans are for your success. And premise number three, you can choose. It is a choice as to how you're going to live your life. So with that in mind, let's talk about this finding your lane thing. Let's talk about what is really strategic living. Well, the word strategy, which is one of my favorite power words, is a plan, method, or series of maneuvers or strategies for obtaining a specific goal or result. The word living, if you want to talk about strategic living, Living means having life, being alive, not dead, active and thriving, vigorous, strong, flowing freely, a particular manner, state, or status of life. It is luxurious living. So if you merge those two together for a, a, an amalgamated or assimilated definition of strategic living, here's how it sounds to me. Strategic living is the vigorous and free-flowing pursuit of being alive while actively crafting and working with dreams, plans, strategies, methods, and acquired skills to achieve a predetermined result. I love that. You see, strategic living is knowing God's plans and living them. Strategic living is not happenstance or hopeful randomness. I hope things work out today. No, it's being purposeful about finding your lane and running in it. Living this strategic life is is not flying by the seat of your pants, which so many people do. And I love the religious folks who call it the faith walk. I believe in faith. You all know that. I believe in walking by faith. But I tell you what, God also created us with a powerful, powerful mind 
and common sense and some things we just need to choose and get after doing them. Strategic living is not the repetition of purposeless activities. Listen, just because one is busy does not make them purposeful. This running in your lane, this strategic living is the process and the procedure of manifesting the plans of God through intentional and systematic movement. It's the substance, really, of of managing and steward my potential. At the end of the day, this running in your lane thing and this strategic living thing is about being intentional. So how do I find my lane and how do I live in it? Well, I want to give you a number of components that I believe are very key to this. And I really hope that you're at some place where you can take some copious notes right now. The first major component is purpose. And when you talk about purpose, this has to do with who am I and why am I here? And as you begin to evaluate this purpose category, this purpose component, it's important that you consider things like, what are the things that I'm passionate about? What are those dreams that I've held closely in my heart, but I've never really had the confidence just to go for it? What are my dreams? Where do I thrive? Where do I, where do, I do my best work? What is my assignment? When I'm doing this, fill in the blank, I recognize that this is so fulfilling and so powerful and so encouraging to me. Those things are indicators of purpose. The second major component is values. And you've heard me talk on the program before about governing values or core values. How am I wired? What's really important to me? Are relationships important? Is is money important? Freedom? Justice? Time? To really understand and to own what your dominating values are, the things that really drive your decision-making processes, the things that, that unconsciously maneuver and guide and govern the trajectory and the direction of your life. You see, we do things second nature, but those second nature activities and decisions are based on the values that we hold deep, deep in our hearts. What motivates me? What inspires me to act? What is driving me? You have to know this component. What are your values? Number three, the third major component area is vision. We know that scripture tells us, the proverb says, without vision, people perish. So what is your life vision? If you don't have a clear life vision, that this is an area we need to address and and get with the program because uh, how do you see your future? That's really what vision is about. How do you see your future? What does one year from now look like in your life? If you could describe it, paint a word picture, what does that look like? Where am I going? Who am I going to get there with? Uh, what what kind of a uh, a vocation or ministry or or activity am I going to be involved in when I get to this this whatever this marker is one year, three years, five years, and you begin to articulate the vision for that particular season in your life based on how you see it today? Vision is so important. The fourth major component is roles. What roles do you play? What roles do you play? In other words, are you a, a clerk? Are you a counselor? Are you a pastor? Are you uh, just an employee? Are you someone who is a mother, a father, uh, a child? Are you uh, a subordinate? What roles do you play? And here's the key thing about 
once you've identified what those roles are that you're presently involved in, Sunday school teacher or whatever, once you've identified those roles, the question you have to ask is, does what I'm doing in these particular roles, does it align with my values and my vision? Here's, here's what I find. Most people are presently involved and active in roles and activities that are completely disconnected from their governing core values, from their passions, and from their vision. And ladies and gentlemen, that is a recipe for disaster. Because if you're not doing the, the, some things that are aligned with and connected to how God has uniquely wired you, then it's a very frustrating and depressing place to live. So you have to ask yourself, am I engaged in things that have no real meaning to me? It's one thing to have a job. You know, I want everybody to have, you know, income. I think this is very important. But if you're doing something that's just totally unfulfilling and not connected to you in any way, I, I, I think you ought to consider finding something that's more life-giving. Are you fulfilled or are you just filling time? What are the roles that you're presently playing? The fifth major component of getting into this lane is mission. Mission is different than purpose. Mission is also different than vision. Vision is a future picture of what I want my life to look like at certain intervals or certain points. Mission is the activity that I must be about in order to realize my dream. What specific steps or activities that when taken, what, what can I be doing that will lead me closer to accomplishing my God-given destiny and assignment? Mission is the activity that goes with purpose. Mission is the doing. Purpose is the why. Very important. So these major components, just to review them, purpose, values, vision, roles, and mission. You say, Brian, that, that's great. I understand that. And I can get about maybe evaluating those in my life. But what does that process look like in, in a free-flowing sort of a way? Well, let me just tell you what I think it looks like. The process of finding your lane and building a street, strategic life looks like this. Number one, it's self-discovery. I believe a person needs to go on a journey of discovering who they really are and why they're really here. And in that process, that part of purpose and uh, or the part of self-discovery, you're looking to really determine purpose, values, those two things primarily. The next part of the process of finding your lane and building a strategic life is visioning, where you actually take time to dream, to picture to craft in your mind's eye the future you believe that God has set before you. Remember, he has, he has plans for you, remember? This visioning process is where we look at vision and roles and mission. So self-discovery is purpose and values. Visioning now moves us into developing a vision for our life, identifying the roles we need to play, and articulating very clearly our mission. These are the activities we will be about. The third part of the process is strategic planning. See, once I know who I am and why I'm here, once I know what my purpose is and my values, once I have clearly identified the vision for my, my life or at least the next season of my life, once I've identified the roles that I need to be engaged in and maybe the ones that I don't need to be involved in, once I've identified the, the activities, the mission that I must be about, 
then I have to take those components and begin to formulate the how, the plans, the steps, the strategies to actually execute that overall identity and purpose. Planning is so important. I love what it says in the book of Habakkuk. Write the vision, make it plain, so that those that read it may run. The truth is this strategic plan process here is so critical because it's great if you can figure out your purpose, values, vision, roles, mission, but if you don't take what you've discovered now and put it in a format that is trackable, that is uh, creates accountability, that actually gives you today's actions, tomorrow's actions, next week's steps, and so on, then you're you're going to have revelation without activation. I want you to hear that again. To know who you are and, and these various components, but not not have a plan to execute means you have the revelation of who you are, but you haven't been activated to go do it. Now, once you have this plan in place, this strategic plan in place, the next part of the process is personal preparation. This is where you and I have to go out and acquire the resources, the skills, the knowledge, the information, connect with new relationships. These, this is where we get a coach or someone to guide us, a mentor. This is where we actually invest in ourselves by going to conferences and taking courses, maybe back to school, whatever it takes, because we must prepare ourselves and equip ourselves to execute the strategic plan that's connected to the overall vision and purpose of our life. And then, of course, there is the next step, which is implementation or activation. This is start. This means like, okay, the gun just went off. There's a race. You have your lane. Now you have to run. (laughs) Implementation or activation is, is that moment when it's the ready, set, go. That's this process. Activation is where you literally, you leave the starting line and you begin to run in your lane. You do, you accomplish, you fulfill this beautiful purpose for which you were born. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what I call strategic living, self-discovery, visioning, strategic planning, personal preparation, implementation or activation, and getting in your lane. That's the process to get in your lane fully prepared, fully trained, fully equipped, fully informed with a powerful plan and strategy to carry out that, that, that whole process. And then the gun goes off and you do what very few do. You run and you achieve and you succeed and you prosper. And because of that, you are able to bless others and help others and show others. That is the life that we are called to live. My encouragement to you today is very simple. There is a lane that you have been designed and created to run in. There's a specific purpose and calling on your life that's unique to you. God has amazing plans for your life. They're incredible plans, and they're not plans for you to to just do okay. They're plans for you to do amazing things and to have an amazing life. But you get to choose. So my encouragement to you today is don't settle for average and ordinary. Don't settle for a mediocre and a mundane life. Don't settle for a job when you can be engaged in your designed purpose and calling. Follow this process. Listen to this episode over 
and over and over again. I encourage you so strongly to find yourself a personal coach who can help you to gain the clarity you need to to really figure out the direction that you need to be going to help you to process through these various stages we've discussed today and that can help you get completely engaged and activated in the lane that God has created you for. The last thing I want to say to you today concerning this is very simple. You are created for significance. You say, ah, I'm just a, you know, I'm just an average person, you know, I'm just going to do average things. No. No. You're not average. You're not average. And if somebody said, God don't make no junk, there is something significant inside of you. So I encourage you, discover who you are. Enroll in the process of visioning and discovering who God wants you to be and where he wants to take you. Develop a powerful, prayerful, strategic plan for your life. Prepare yourself and go. Start. Run in your lane. And you will. I know that you will. If you'd like to comment on this episode today, we'd love to engage you in conversation. You can do that at brianholmes.com. You can find the show notes for this episode and certainly comment there, brianholmes.com forward slash 074. Really encourage you to engage with us primarily in conversation on our Facebook page. And uh, we'd love to hear from you there and for you to tell us how you're doing in this process. A couple of quick announcements. We have our brand new website that's up, and we have a few little tweaks here and there that are going on. But, man, I'm really proud of the work that uh, was done by our team. And uh, just we're teed up and ready to go to, to provide you some great resources. So check out the new brianholmes.com site. Also, next week, finding the work you love. We're going to just pick right up here. Going to be an interview with Dan Miller. 48 Days to the Work You Love author. He has just released the 10-year anniversary. And it's amazing to me that he has introduced 60% new content in that book about how you can find your lane and run in it. You don't want to miss this interview with Dan Miller. It's going to be very powerful. And, of course, remember our Monday Mastery videos. Every Monday we release them, of course, on our website, brianholmes.com, and also on our social media channels, Right now, we're in the middle of a series on the battle for the mind, how you can transform your mind and change your beliefs, and by doing so, change your world. Well, encourage you to subscribe to our weekly updates at brianholmes.com, to the podcast in iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review, and share this with everybody you know. So grateful that you're with us today. I hope something we've shared has blessed you and challenged you. I look forward to seeing you back here very, very soon.